0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: This is
0: Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104.
1: That is the latest from Line. Sometimes it's Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104.
0: Yeah, I am actually so annoyed. Okay, I know I've said this to you a million times before, but mm-hmm. there's two things that are wrecking my head at the moment. <laughs> One is a person, and the other is, um, you know the way I'm eating a lot of chocolate at the moment?
1: Yep. More than I usual. I am getting
0: really bad tooth pain every time I eat it. Uh, what? Is that a bad sign? Like, getting, you know, nerve pain yeah, in yeah. my tooth. Every time I'm chewing it, I'm getting this shooting pain in my back teeth.
1: Oh, that's an issue Should you might I- need to go to the dentist it's over.
0: Yeah, do I have to go to the dentist, or do I just stop eating chocolate?
1: Just chocolate, I would have thought maybe ice cream would have done that but you're getting nerve pain from eating chocolate you might need some well, fillings. Well I haven't had ice cream Oh no.
0: Yeah, just eating chocolate but I had a Twix a, actually a salted caramel Twix, delicious by the way. I don't, don't uh, like salted there. caramel stuff, no thanks. Oh, salted caramel anything. No way. But yeah, tooth is in bits. Oh lovely. Yeah so any, any dentists out there let me know if um, I need to go to the dentist or do I just need to brush my teeth more <laughs> probably a bit of both. Yeah. Uh, another thing you know, when people pronounce things wrong, I know last week I thought, what is it? Dicklack? Not dicklack. <laughs> but
1: yeah, Dicklack
0: or whatever. D- d- al- dicklack or whatever it was called. That d- pain, cl-
1: that muscle yeah. relaxing cream, whatever. Yeah.
0: I thought it was Dicklack. Fair enough. That's not exactly something that people say every day. But there's words that people say every day. And there's a person I talk to quite regularly who keeps on saying words instead of towards.
1: And what what you mean is it, is it that what that seems like a word that you couldn't be able to mispronounce
0: so he was on the phone today and he was t- talking about coming towards Clontarf towards <laughs> now this same person has a problem with me because I apparently say almond instead of almond, and I'm sorry, we've had this discussion before it is almond it is almond, yeah, I know that's like,
1: like almond milk, it's not almond yeah. milk, that would no, be like almond Richard almond milk,
0: yeah. There's no such thing. Um, so anyway, it got me thinking of different words that people pronounce wrong or things that oh, people can't pronounce. I, so, can,
1: I can give you a few that probably are not on the list, by the way. Uh, you know the... the I don't want to say this. I'll, I'll try and see if you know what I'm on about. Uh, grocery shop like Spar or Centra begins with an L. Is green. Oh, Londis. Londis. Thank you very much. Yes, I know Londis. a person who calls this Londis. No. Because it's called, like, London, so it's L-O-N-D-O-S. No. They call it Lundus. And, I, and they're like, oh, we'll stop into Lundus on the way home. Oh, Lundus, will we? Oh, well, let's go to Lundus. Lundus. Isn't that just, no. that's just wrong? That's horrific. Yeah, it's bad, But even it? earlier
0: on, we were talking to, was it Adele who said scones?
1: Oh, scones. Sorry, Adele, scones. yeah.
0: Scones. Like, we love you, Adele. Now, is, there,
1: is there a difference between a, a scone and a scone? Is there, like, an I actual difference think. between those two? Or is that just, scone would be, I would say, the very British way of saying it.
0: A scone.
1: Can I have What's a scone, scone, please? Pick me up a scone from Lundus, please.
0: Yeah, I think that's a British person trying to say scone, is it?
1: I don't know what it is, yeah. Um, yeah so
0: that's definitely another one. And radiator.
1: Oh, no, it no, rad. it's not the radiator. No. It's the radiator.
0: It is the radiator, yeah. The
1: radiator. Horrific. Uh, um, someone someone and then, has tweeted us in. Mike, good evening, Mike Kelly has said, uh, this may be on the list because this is a popular one. Um, Pacific. Is that on the list?
0: Let me see. I want to see... Is that on the list? Because some people mispronounce yeah.
1: Pacific with specific as in like no. um, can you tell me specifically?
0: Yeah. And instead of going do.
1: will you go into the specific ocean?
0: <laughs> That's so true. They do say that, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not on the list though. There is one on the list that I cannot pronounce and I've never learned how to actually pronounce this properly and I should obviously. It's something you learn when you're a child. What is it? Okay, so I'm going to go through the list, right? So, this isn't in order of hardest. They, they haven't actually ranked them, but they, there's the top 10 that are the most mispronounced English words in the dictionary. Right, okay. Okay, so they start with close. Uh, what?
1: Close. As in close yeah. you, you wear or close the door?
0: Yeah, close, close you wear. Okay. So the word has one syllable. Mm. The E is silent and the S makes a Z sound. So, But a lot of, a lot of people apparently say Clothes.
1: Guess your clothes. Yeah.
0: What's wrong with that? Clothes.
1: So it's meant to be clues.
0: So oh. it's clothes.
1: Clues. Clothes.
0: There's no there's no Z at the end. Clothes. So how are you this meant to pronounce one. it? Hang on. How, are you, how are you meant yeah, to? Yeah, you're it? meant to. You're meant to pronounce it clothes. So the E is silent. Okay. At the end.
1: So you're not meant to say clothes.
0: No. Okay. So the you know people do say you'd hear that around the place. Would you? Yeah. I've heard that before. Okay. Anyway, that's what people mispronounce quite a lot. The next one is definitely one that people spell wrong all the time, if it wasn't for predict text.
1: Colleague. But but do they mispronounce this?
0: Okay, so this word has two syllables, obviously. Colleague. Yeah. But a lot of people pronounce the U-E on the end. So when it's a plural, the S makes a Z sound. So we, you know, the proper way to say it is colleague. But obviously people say, pronounce the U-E at the end. So, (laughs) colleague.
1: What? I I have a colleague. I don't know. No, no, I've never heard anyone mispronouncing colleague. Either have I, actually.
0: Oh, I think. But apparently, apparently they do. Okay, this one this is the one that gets me all the time, and i I still don't know the right way to say it, okay, what's the second month of the year?
1: February say it again February
0: you see you don't know it, you don't know it either
1: February, like, February what way do you say
0: this, okay, so many people have trouble prom- pronouncing the English word, which has two or sounds close together, so make sure to pronounce both or sounds so this is how they've broken it down february
1: february that sounds wrong doesn't it
0: doesn't it not february
1: i would call it yeah february 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 february
0: february but it's february
1: no it sounds wrong february if someone said uh you know uh, mark that down for date in february i'd be like you're saying that wrong but they're not
0: february not february
1: Oh, but you know, you're, you're after giving me another now. Some people pronounce, uh, some people put a surprise, speaking of oars, they put a surprise oar into Chicago. I call it Chicago. Chicago,
0: yeah. I'm going I to do. Chicago.
1: Are you, yeah? Where's that? <laughs> Chicago. 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 It's Sh- Shakira's a cargo company that she has over there. That one or uh, Portugal. Oh, Portugal, yeah.
0: Yeah. Get that a lot. Very Where similar my sister to, used to say Italy. It, in Italy.
1: Yeah, that's, I suppose it's just, it's just lazy. But yeah, February. Let us know. Listen but it's the
0: same with library.
1: Library. That's how I'd say it. So, library. <laughs> <would say>
0: library. <laughs> it's so hard when you break it down.
1: Someone, uh, sorry, if there's a word that people constantly mispronounce that does your head in, will you let us know what it is? Drop us a WhatsApp. 87 67 uh, What else do we have?
0: We have Athlete athlete. I can't even say it. The the
1: problem is as well, when you start pointing these out and you try and say these words like February
0: um,
1: you get very self-conscious and you actually start saying it incorrectly. Athlete. That's
0: it. So athlete. So it's two syllables. Athlete. But a lot of people apparently say athlete. Athlete.
1: I'll throw an extra syllable in there. Yeah. Athlete.
0: Yeah, it's not athlete. Okay. It's athlete. So that's in there. Escape and Especially. Especially, a lot of people say especially. No, they do they. Yeah,
1: they Who do. Who are you hanging around with that? I can't say especially, right?
0: <laughs> no, I bet you especially. people are going. Yes.
1: No, come on, and no one says especially.
0: Yeah, and actually, that's what the, the example they gave. They said a lot of people would say escape using an X instead of an escape. Escape or especially.
1: Ah, come on! Are you making these up now, seriously? Come no, on!
0: No, I'm going to escape. I'm going to escape, escape. Put an X in there when there's no mm. need to. Okay, this one as well. A lot of people get this wrong. Wednesday.
1: Wednesday. What's wrong? Yeah. Uh, how are people saying Wednesday?
0: The word is pronounced Wednesday, not Wednesday. So what's the correct way? Well, what, is
1: the, what is the correct way to pronounce the, that day of the week? Wednesday. Not Wednesday. No. But it's spelled Wednesday. Wednesday. Know, Wednesday,
0: we, it's it's pronounced Wednesday. Wednesday. No, not Wednesday.
1: Wednesday.
0: <laughs> it's just Wednesday.
1: Uh,
0: uh, it's just it's such a mind f. Mm. It really is. Okay, then prescription. This comes up a lot.
1: Oh yeah, how is that spelt?
0: P or Prescription,
1: not prescription. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, that's a so, good one.
0: Sometimes people mix up the "ori" with the eor and say yeah. "prescription" instead of how it's pronounced correctly. Prescription.
1: Prescription. Well, prescription. I would. I would always have said perscri- prescription. I'm going to pick up the I prescription. Always
0: say prescription. We're all idiots.
1: We're all wrong. Uh, Amy My has God, said,
0: "You're going, in and going. I have that prescription there."
1: Yeah, the pharmacist is looking at you going, "You're an idiot. You're an idiot." <laughs> uh, Amy, good evening. How are things? Uh, cousin for cousin and warrant for warrant. Heard of that? I've heard that a couple of times, yeah.
0: Have you, yeah? If it weren't for I've them,
1: weren't a warrant, and cousins. How are you, cousins? That's a good one out in uh, Another one. If, yeah, a few people are mentioning this specific one. Seems to be doing people, uh, doing people's heads in. Sarah uh, on Twitter has said specific. Yeah, that that catches a lot of people out, um, and mixes it up specifically. The specific ocean. That specifically this, that, or the other. Yeah, uh, a tricky one. I'm trying to think of any other ones that are mispronounced.
0: Uh, this has ask in there. Now, I've never mixed ask up there, but a lot of people apparently say axe. I want to axe you a question.
1: This is clearly an American list.
0: Well, no, I don't think look, anyone I've here says can I ask I you a pronounce question. I can't February. Wednesday I was stuck on on prescriptions, so three of them are definitely something that I pronounce wrong. But <sighs> how, do you I say, ab- how do you say hospital? Yeah, see, that's bad as well. I'm terrible. Hospital.
1: Uh, is there any other words? You, you can't. You, I you're used stuck to on say obstacle.
0: Up until I was probably about 25.
1: Well, I have to go down to the... Op-
0: I used to say obstacle. I couldn't
1: <laughs> say it. <laughs> the obstacle.:
0: I couldn't say it. You would be it, terrible
1: yeah. in a, like, a, a life-threatening situation where you needed oh, to... Oh, I'm
0: going to the obstacle. They're like, where are you off to?
1: We need to go to the hospital. Mental. What? Bring it to yeah. a hopscotch yard down the playground somewhere <laughs> and see what's going on. Like, Whoa. There's nuclear in there as well. Oh, nuclear. Yeah, nuclear. nuclear. Is it so, nuclear or Nuclear.
0: Remember to get the sounds in the correct order and pronounce
1: it nuclear. Is it nuclear or nuclear? It depends on how rich you are as well. The Caribbean or the Caribbean.
0: Oh my God, that's so confusing. I've been saying it wrong all my life. This is a word where people often get confused about the order of the sounds and pronounce it nuclear, which is what I say. But remember to get the sounds in the correct order and pronounce it nuclear nuclear so it's not new killer oh that's very confusing yeah i don't like that i don't like that at all and then it finally finishes on pronunciation
1: well who how is that miss mispronounced so ironically
0: okay the final common mistake in with the word pronunciation itself, many people get confused with the sound of the verb and form pronun- pronounce. Oh, pronunciation, and say pronunciation
1: instead of pronunciation.
0: Yeah, Pro- but a it's just spelled the same.
1: Pronounce, ization. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's weird.
0: It's very
1: confusing, isn't it? I'm trying to think of other ones. So, Amy said, "Cousin um, Chicago, uh, little is pronounced properly. It's meant to be." Um, oh, that's Lidl. so
0: annoying. What is it though? I say, I say, little. But is it
1: Lidl? Technically, it's Lidl, yeah. I remember we did a uh, a work previously in a different place where we were doing a thing for Lidl and their brand managers, when we were reading out the thing, it was like, you know, all this week we've teamed up with Lidl. They literally ring the station two seconds later going, sorry, you're not pronouncing that correctly, it's Lidl. You you have to say it like Lidl. What's the other one? IKEA is IKEA, isn't it? IKEA. Yeah,
0: IKEA. And we're like, IKEA.
1: IKEA. How are there, lads? Going down to IKEA.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Actually, we butcher
1: that as well. Yeah. So, um, let us know what are those weird words that have uh, been uh, doing your head in when you heard them mispronounced. You can drop us a WhatsApp oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. On the way, uh, why did a man get magnets stuck up his nose? And are you able to test just off your voice, the sound of your voice, whether or not you've COVID nineteen? Tell you all that next on uh, Down with That Sort. No, sorry, control, alt, delete. Get my days mixed up. We're all losing our minds. It's on the way next. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Sersha. FM 104. And you can tune in to the Strawberry Alarm Clock tomorrow morning. He will be on with Jim, Jim and Nobby. So uh, if you're a big fan of his, uh, tune in tomorrow to the lads and you'll hear an exclusive interview with him. Uh, Sersha, did you get your chance to do your wee-wees?
0: I did. I did my wee wee. Thank you so much for telling everyone. <laughs> no usually worries. I tell you on my own in private that I'm just going to go pee and um, you usually tell me to stop telling you that and now you've told everyone
1: I just got a uh, because we're obviously she's at home broadcasting from her house I'm in the studio um, and we're kind of what's happening to each other back and forth as the show's going on so we know what we're doing where we are I just got this message uh, Song, need to pee and it was at 10 past 11 <laughs> so I'm just making sure that you're you're not holding that they're going to go oh my god
0: no the second I heard the vocals I ran and peed and then I forgot that if I went through the kitchen that the cat would escape and she'd come running in eating my charger and meowing, so... But that
1: that have not good radio. I can't get in fried on the air. I'm like, what's that? Ooh. <laughs> hey. Yeah, so your cat's alone. dead, unfortunately. No, uh, g- yeah. good old, yeah. Dermot Kennedy, a nice four-minute song there to get you to the toilet and back. So happy days. Yeah, exactly. I only needed 30 seconds. It was fine. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Uh, We've got a lot of texts in there uh, that have just come in. Uh, pajamas gets on my tits. That's from Scottish oh, Will in yes. Rhett. Pajamas. Pajamas? Do people yeah. say
0: pajamas? Yes, they do. Pajamas.
1: Pajamas. But he's saying like M A S.
0: People make up their own
1: Pajammas. words for that.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. Praja- yeah, they say per, pajamas. Me pajamas. pajamas.
1: Um, a friend, this is great. Uh, this one comes in from Caroline. Good evening, Caroline, how's you? A friend of mine can't say the word scissors. She can't say the or sound. She says scissors. Here's <laughs> the scissors.
0: Scissors.
1: <laughs> wow. That's kind of funny. Uh, and I hate that one. Um, she says, Cousin, putting the T on the end of Cousin. Yeah, Cousin. I've
0: never heard Cousin.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I heard it in, uh, did you ever go see Copper's, the musical?
0: No, I didn't actually.
1: Yeah, well that was a big part of the joke in there, was your man, who's your man? Johnny Ward, the main guy. Uh, his character kept saying Cousin. Um, and uh, she goes, says, Caroline says, I can never say obstacle, like an obstacle course. Oh Yeah. Course. Here's what you do now, Obstacle. Caroline. Yeah. Will you send us in a little voice note of you trying to say "obstacle" to the WhatsApp, <laughs> and we'll see how far away, uh, far away you are. Um, uh, Colchie's trying to say Dublin. It's always Dublin, is it? And I, I don't get this, Amy. Ask a German to say "squirrel" and they say "squeewow." <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: what? Squeewow.
1: Why would the Germans not be able to say the squirrels? Yeah, that is the grey squeewow. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Squee Uh Oh, another one there. Look at this. Sallow tape. Sallow tape.
0: I've never heard of that.
1: Cello tape, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's sallow tape.
1: I've never heard of someone it gives a sallow tape. Maybe sallow, sallow tape. And strawberry. How do you say strawberry? Strawberry. Do people say it's strawberry? Are not is strawberry, please? Or- strawberry. <laughs> you have to do a silly thing with your face. Like, try saying that on your own. Yeah. Strawberry.
0: Stru-
1: <laughs> Can I have a strawberry stru- milkshake? It's, it's
0: how you're brought up and how your parents pronounce things yeah. is, is what what you catch on to. Oh, so if you if you are in a house where someone says
1: scone, you're probably oh, going to say scone. Scarred for life. you would be bullied for the rest of your life. Scone, scone. Strawberry, yes. Well, well, I for going
0: out with someone, right? Now, it wasn't pronounced wrong, but any time... We went to a restaurant and they ordered a steak and they wanted pepper sauce. Yeah. They used to say, "Can I get peppercorn sauce?" But, but <laughs> peppercorn. That, but that's what Who it says is. Says that. I say that. Yeah, but it's don't think that's really embarrassing. No, or that's what it is. Peppercorn. Why would you laugh? Can with- I get peppercorn sauce?
1: But that's what it is. Why are you laughing at me? Because it should be pepper sauce. Pepper sauce, but it's peppercorn sauce. sauce. Pepper- some peppercorn sauce, please. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Why don't we get a know, steak I and know, some that's peppercorn so sauce? Funny.
0: Peppercorn. Okay.
1: <laughs> Why is nothing. that weird?
0: You can go. Why is that weird? Ex boyfriends and no, it's I don't know. It's weird, and I used to get really embarrassed by it.
1: So you dumped him because he said peppercorn sauce.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh God.
0: Oh uh, bad times. <laughs> peppercorn. It's horrific, though. <laughs> it's
1: only pep. Like it's, it's food. Just, it's the type of food it is, or whatever it's from.
0: It's just weird. There's no need
1: to say the full word. What if they bring out some mad stuff that's just like peppers in a sauce and you wanted the peppercorn (laughs) sauce? They've
0: never done that. They
1: might. There's like a fancy pepper sauce you can have on chicken things. You need the peppercorn sauce.
0: Can I get the ketchup? Can I get ketchup? Can I get mayo? You don't have to say, can I get the mayonnaise? Can I get the tomato ketchup? Can I get a Coca Cola?
1: I think we now understand clearly the reason why you are single and it's no one else's (laughs) fault, Susha. You can blame all the exes you want, but if you're picking people up going, why do you call it mayonnaise? Why are you calling it mayonnaise, you freak?
0: <laughs> like, just okay, get just... the mayo and shut up.
1: <laughs> You're sitting there with a gin in your hand, going, "Yeah, I hate you, <laughs> idiot."
0: Ooh, what's the peppercorns? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, I think you need to work. I'm uh,
0: not able on
1: accepting uh, other people for their sauce requirements. No. <laughs> right, uh, we've run over. We're going to do a uh, Control Alt Delete next, but there's one story about a gentleman who tried to. Come up with a device to help people stop touching their face. So, One of the pieces of advice around COVID-19 is about uh, not touching your face. He got four magnets uh, stuck and rammed up his nose. So let us know as a kid or as an adult, what's the, the, the weirdest thing or anything that you wound up getting stuck up there. Uh, drop us a WhatsApp, 087-6797-104, and we'll be doing that next.
0: This. Is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104.
1: Cormac and Saoirse here on uh, FM 104. And uh, now we got to do... Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete. You can get involved by letting us know if you've ever gotten anything stuck up your nose, by the way, because one of the stories revolves around a man getting uh, some random things stuck up in his nose. You can let us know whether you're a kid or an adult. 87 104 And did you get it out yourself? or Maybe you have to be brought to the hospital. Saoirse, have you ever gotten anything stuck up your nose?
0: Nothing ever stuck up my nose. Um, you
1: say that as if things have gotten stuck in other places that you're like, no, no but never I the remember,
0: nose. I remember being a child swallowing a necklace before and having to go to Temple Street.
1: Oh, that's disgusting.
0: The- but I didn't realise I, I was chewing on it and then I swallowed it. Yeah. Like it went into a little ball and I swallowed it. And I went over to my mum and I was like, I think I actually swallowed that <laughs> necklace. <laughs> now I was only about five and she was like, right, let's go to Temple Street. went oh to go. Temple Street and uh, I don't even know how they. Got it out. I presume came out naturally. I'm not sure, but yeah. So I had to go to Temple Street over that. But like I've look, gotten a crayon stuck
1: on my nose before as have a kid. You? I think I don't know if this is a stupid thing as a kid. This crayon just put it up there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, boys would be more likely to do it, I'd say, than girls would.
1: Yeah. You know. So uh, listen. Let us know. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Control at elite. We have a look at some of the the weirder tech stories from around the world. And I find this interesting the uh, the movement of the Earth has been affected by the pandemic and by the lack of cars on the road and people at home in their house.
0: Probably a good thing though, no?
1: Well, not necessarily a good or a bad thing, but apparently the uh, seismologists, people who look after and kind of study the sound waves and the movements of the earth have noticed a massive reduction in the movement of the earth's crust and a, a, a drop in seismic noise because of the... Uh, coronavirus and everyone not working and living at home and not moving around the place. So the earth has stopped stopped vibrating or moving and the tectonic plates are just staying still. That's
0: pretty impressive, isn't
1: it? It's a bit mad. So they said they only see things like that around Christmas time when everyone's gone home and no one's really doing anything. But uh, these guys uh, were researching this in the Royal Observatory of Belgium in Brussels and a massive drop in seismic activity has been noted, because apparently when we're moving all over the place, we obviously yeah, you know, are impacting the ground and stuff like that, and that shakes the Earth, maybe very slightly, and we obviously don't notice it. But people who have those uh, seismic graphs down there in the ground uh, have noticed, uh, they've graphed this as well, so you can see this, but there's been a huge drop-off in um, seismic activity from the Earth, and the Earth's movement is changing slightly. So that's, uh, that's mad.
0: Yeah, that is weird.
1: Mm, yeah, Especially so. that
0: they, they detected it before a kind of Christmas time when no one was moving around. And it is kind of like Christmas. I mean, people are putting up their decorations again. <laughs> yeah,
1: people are like, There's oh, people man. on
0: my road with decorations up.
1: Oh, stop, really?
0: I know. Yeah, true story. Oh,
1: God. Um, you can now buy a piece of the moon.
0: Now, I heard about this years ago. I remember going out with someone when I was probably 14 or 15 who bought me a piece of the moon... For Valentine's Day.
1: No, I shouldn't say, sorry, I should clarify. It's not a piece of the moon. It's a piece of the Apollo 13 uh, lunar mission that landed on the moon. So you can buy a bit of moon history.
0: Okay, so is this real now? Does this actually cost money? Because yeah. I think he spent seven quid buying me a piece of
1: the moon. <laughs> oh, he's like, yeah. J- when I was 14. Just, just up there, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. and that's a nice romantic gesture by him um, back in the day. But no, what they've done is there is a crowd called the Mini Museum. They launched a Kickstarter a couple of years ago, but they are selling a piece of Clapton foil from the command module of NASA's Apollo 13 mission. And it's fairly cheap, by the way. It'll only cost you $69, but it's an actual piece of foil that comes in a sealed, like, plastic display case verified by NASA. And you can get this for $69. You can get something that's been on the moon. Um, oh, no, 13 didn't make it to the moon. Um, but there you go. For, for, uh, for $69, you can have a bit of the Apollo 13's fuselage or the foil from Seems the command module. pretty
0: pretty cheap, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: and they're limiting to to two per person because they don't want everyone to uh, go out and, or one person to buy it all. But um, there you go. If you're interested in buying a, a bit of a NASA Apollo 13 command module, you can get it for $69. It would be uh, cheap enough. Uh, also, you can... Uh, You now download more of your Facebook and Instagram data. I don't know if you've done this, but um, Facebook have announced that they will allow you to download more of the data it collects about you and it's expanding the uh, download your information tool. Have you ever done this?
0: No, I've never done this. Oh, terrifying. This is something that you would do.
1: Oh, I did it before, actually, yeah. like So much information. Uh, that and that they like gigabytes of data that they have on you for uh, over the years, so um, they will allow you to do that, and you can also do that on Instagram as well. So, if you're you know interested to see how much stuff they have on you and uh, how much stuff they're recording on you, analyzing on you, you can head on over. It's on the download your information tool on Facebook, which is in your settings and privacy somewhere. I'm not sure where it is on Instagram, but you can do that as well. Uh, also. Before we get to the stuck-in-the-nose thing, oh, we'll do that now, actually, yeah. So if you've ever had anything mad stuck in your nose, do let us know, because an, an, Austra- an, Australian, an Australian astrophysicist, right? Daniel reed was his name. He, he wound up getting uh, four magnets stuck in his nose because he was trying to develop a device that would make you stop touching your face.
0: Now, that seems a bit extreme.
1: Now, obviously, the thing at the moment with COVID-19 is don't be touching things and then touching your face. And then we realise how many times a day we touch our face. Like, I'm touching my face constantly. And that's one of the ways in which you can contract the virus it goes from your hand, obviously, into your mouth. So what he wanted to do was create a... Uh, a thing that when you brought your hand up towards your face, a buzzer would go off and you'd be like reminded to, oh yeah, I shouldn't do that. So it would, you know, alert you at any time your hand was coming towards your face. But it's um, kind of like
0: a shock dog collar thing.
1: Oh, that's exactly what it is, yes. Yeah, so a shock dog collar thing except for humans. So he did this and he tried to put it all together, had the magnets, had a few electrical equipmenty things and it didn't work. Um, but then for some reason, he just started clipping things to his ears and then clipped these two magnets into his nose for the crack and then lost them in his nose. And his girlfriend, who is a nurse, brought him to the hospital that she worked at so all of her friends could laugh at him while they were trying to get the magnets out of his nose.
0: I mean, it's a good idea. I see where he's coming from and yep. it does work. But, mm. I mean, a bit dangerous.
1: A uh, little bit dangerous. So he, he unfortunately... Got the magnet stuck up his nose and didn't even make the device he was trying to make. So we're still stuck without a face touching device that would help us stop touching our face and spreading the virus. Uh, But just be careful about, you know, shoveling things up your nose because, uh, you know, it can be dangerous. Oh, we got a couple of texts in here as well. Look at this. Uh, Good evening to, it's like Taylor or Luke. I don't know who this is. I got a spider stuck up my nose.
0: Ew. That's disgusting. No, you didn't.
1: And I've not seen the spider since. Oh, please explain. No,
0: I just got shivers. How can you have... I've heard that, you know, you swallow a spider. Is it seven spiders in your lifetime? I think
1: it's absolute BS.
0: So do I. But how could you have a spider going up your nose and then you don't know where
1: it went? Oh, that's horrific. A spider stuck up your nose. That'd be be terrible. Uh, Was it a tiny little spider? Because then you wouldn't really notice it, would you?
0: Yeah, you wouldn't. Like, I remember driving one day during the summer last year. And I had just got my eyelashes done, so my eyes were quite wide open, and a little mini fly got stuck to my eyeball.
1: To your eyeball?
0: Literally, it flew into my eye and was stuck on my eyeball, and I couldn't get it out for ages.
1: Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Did you crash your car right now?
0: No, I had to pull over.
1: Oh. And
0: keep crying until
1: it came <laughs> out. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, they're pretty disgusting. Spider up the nose. So he was trying to—he was trying to uh, obviously create something. To help.
0: I forgot to tell you, just before Christmas, I had to go to A&E. Again? Yeah, I went to A&E just before Christmas because I got my eyelashes done a different time, in a different place, which you should never do. You should always get your eyelashes done in the same place. One of them got stuck to my eyeball as well. Oh! Uh, it started cutting my eyeball. Uh, I was proper deep in. And my mum, obviously, is a nurse, so I rang her. And what I was going to do, which was a very silly thing to do, was get a tweezers and try and tweezers it out don't ever get a tweezers to your eyeball like that's
1: ridiculous so your eyelashes were stuck to your eyeball
0: I had one eyelash one fake eyelash stuck like basically uh, was it like
1: an eyelash coming out of your eye
0: it was yeah but it was bang in the like middle just just kind of to the left of my pupil so it was standing upright the whole length of my eye but it was it was cutting my eye like it was really painful uh, so I couldn't get it out so I had to go to Amy
1: and what, how did they get it out?
0: they got eye drops and moved it around and were able to take it out from the side but I was there with the tweezers and my mum was like you effing <laughs> getting the tweezers out like of it. no no, no yeah. I got
1: this it's fine and then you wind up blinding yourself you're like yeah, yeah shouldn't have done that oh that's disgusting so there you go
0: see that's what happens when you're vain and you get your eyelashes done don't you, do it
1: you nearly, uh, nearly kill yourself god yeah uh, okay this is interesting um and you can do this at home if you want but we're going to do it now because a team over at Carnegie Mellon University have developed a coronavirus test just using your voice. Oh. So you can go onto their website which is free by the way. There's disclaimers all over the place. What they're trying to do is they're trying to develop a, an app and a piece of software that you'll be able to talk into and it'll be able to analyze your just your voice and tell you whether or not you've got the coronavirus coronavirus
0: now a lot of people we work with i'm not going to name them dara has written to me going how do you know you didn't have the coronavirus oh oh remember i had a cold yeah
1: yeah
0: and i said because i just had a cold i just had sniffles and i was sneezing a bit but i'm fine i definitely don't have it so i was told not to get tested for it and i'm perfectly fine now yeah four days later i was fine yeah um but through your voice,
1: really? Yeah, this is mad. So w- what they're trying to do is, this is what um, one of the guys who came up with this, Rita uh, Rita Singh, has created this algorithm, right? Oh, sorry, she, Rita Singh, her, obviously. Um, this is what she said. The cough of a COVID patient is very distinctive. It affects the lungs so badly, the breathing patterns and several other vital parameters are affected and those are likely to have very strong signatures in voice. So what they're doing is they're, training their artificial intelligence algorithm and software to compare the difference between infected people and non-infected people and are apparently able to tell then whether or not you have it or don't have it. Now, this hasn't been approved by anybody at all, but it's from the Carnegie Mellon University, reputable enough one. Um, I I don't know how accurate it is. It's basically saying it's probably not accurate at all. But um, how about we we do one... um, I'm going to record my audio here and and see what happens. Oh, so you have
0: to cough and it it just takes the audio.
1: It doesn't say cough, it just says record audio analysis. It doesn't tell me whether I have to cough. There's loads of disclaimers. This is an experimental system that's still under development. Fair enough, it's not FDA approved, it's not CDC approved, blah, blah, blah. But um, let's see what happens when we say create. You are entering the voice collection system. You'll be asked to provide demographic and health-related information to record... Oh, we to record three coughs and to record a sequence of voice prompts. The entire process is to take about five minutes. So I'll see if we can fly through this. Uh, oh, God. There's a, a ton of stuff here I have to put in. But um, uh, if you want to try it out, if you go to... You're probably better off Googling Carnegie uh, COVID Voice Detector. Covid voice detector, you can do that. Um, and well,
0: maybe if you're waiting on a test, it might be good, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, obviously, do no not, uh, do not, uh, do not at all go by this. Don't at rely all. on this. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's not. It's just something they're developing at the moment, right? Uh, it gives you asks you for some uh, health information. Um, do you have a fever? Do you have a cough? Are you sneezing? No. Have you been tested for it? No. Uh, have you had Covid and recovered? No, I have not. Sorry about you now. Click the microphone to start recording, cough three times, then click again to stop recording, right? So to click the microphone, and then we have to cough three times. Let's see if we can do this now.
0: Beautiful cough.
1: Absolutely beautiful. Let's see if it, it, did it get that right? (coughs) Right, okay. (laughs) There we go. Press the record button and say, ah, for as long as you can same as ah uh, say. Okay. oh it's checking your lungs this is what it's doing right so we'll do this again now for as long as I can say ah uh, for as long as you can okay Aaron ah <gasps> uh,
0: impressive
1: 26 oh seconds being able to say ah uh, now I feel very light headed right um, press the record button and say uh, E for as long as, oh I'm not doing this now my god hang on we'll just do it really shortly E that's all again 3 seconds maybe that thing will have died ooh ok uh, start recording count from 1 to 20 then click stop recording I'm not doing this 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 ok do we have the coronavirus
0: one is two three
1: testing? four five. It 3, The test is far, far longer. Um, it's processing my voice and a typical wait time is less than a minute. Okay? The processing is complete. Click to view results. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, go for it. God. Results for submission made on March the 31st. COVID score, uh, it just gives me a, a, a bar, like a progress bar from left to right and it's, it's down low, so it's blue. So I presume... That's a no. So it doesn't look like I have COVID-19.
0: Okay, well, that's good. I mean, I can't believe how long you were able to to hold your voice there for. Right,
1: right go on. See how long you can do it for.
0: Like, I could never do it.
1: Go on, let's time it. Let's see how so long what, I wait, it
0: what did they have to, what did you have to say?
1: Uh, like, I've never
0: smoked in my life, right? Yeah. Ever. But I have very bad, what's it, lung capacity? Is that it? Yeah. Like, holding my breath or being able to say something for a long period or something. Mm. And holding a note. Okay, so I'd say ah. Uh,
1: for as long as you can say ah for. It.
0: <clears throat> okay. Oh, God. I'm so nervous. Okay.
1: Ah. Uh... Oh, that was terrible.
0: <laughs> it just dies. I get pains.
1: Oh, that was terrible. <laughs>
0: I know, I think it's because I'm so unfit.
1: That 10 or 15 months. Dina said, "Would they not need a controlled record of you before you were sick? Uh, so what they're doing is they're trying to get, they're trying to compare healthy people versus sick people versus recovered people. So they're analysing the voices of healthy people and then they compare that with the voices of uh, sick people and people who have it and people who've, who've recovered. So people who have it, obviously have a completely different voice. So this is their idea. Um, I don't know whether it'll, it'll take off, whether it'll take off in time, but... Not a bad idea, I suppose. Interesting, different idea. No, I
0: mean it's idea. not going to do any harm.
1: Uh, no, obviously, do not go to the hsc.ie for all the official information and guidance on what to do. If you think you might be sick, always wash your hands and uh, don't go and see the relatives or in-laws or anyone happy days. Stay on your own streaming stuff for the rest of uh, the time. If you want to have a go at that and check it out, uh, COVID-19 Voice Detector. It's a thing by Carnegie Mellon University. And you get to make an idiot of yourself and say things like, ah, <laughs> and ooh, and e, um, and all those things. So listen, that's Control-Alt-Delete. For this evening if you see any other uh, weird stories weird techie science stories that we, you think we might have missed let us know 0876797104 uh, quick break and then we got music from St. John This is
0: Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse FM 104
1: That's new music from St. John it's called Roses it's Cormac and Sertia here on FM 104 and uh, we're just gonna Before we go I just wanna play this song out a little bit it's uh, Joe Exotic if you're watching Tiger King uh, on Netflix, uh, you'll know you'll know this. Uh, turns out he is not the original singer and that's somebody else. He's a con. He's a bit of a con man. Uh, <laughs> he's recorded numerous music videos and uh, he has not sang them. He just lip-synced them. So if you're a fan of his, I know he's a bit of a weirdo. He's in jail now for plotting to kill someone. The worst news is not about his 22-year imprisonment but the fact that he hasn't been singing the songs he said he was and you're telling people to watch this I'm telling people to watch it it's it mo- said it's, it's making a murder on Met it's the most insane thing ever Joe exotic the Tiger King who ran I should say a big zoo with 200 and something tigers in it
0: I saw tigers. So I mean, it's on the list, but I didn't realise he was in jail,
1: and I didn't realise he lip-synced this song. He really? He's loads of songs. He's, he's written and recorded tons of songs, and it turns out that he didn't sing any of them. So that was revealed by the producer. He was meant to have a reality TV show like on Discovery or one of those, but it never got, it never got a commission because, obviously, jail. So with Tiger King, if you haven't watched it, it is definitely worth a watch. And you might even do it in one sitting. I think there's only like six or seven episodes as well. So it is fascinating it's one of those series that just takes a sharp left turn and you're like sorry what in the name of god is going on here making a murder exactly
0: what we need right now
1: oh definitely it's making a murderer on meth now speaking of speaking of things right i was watching ozark as well right i've been kind of binging on, on netflix the last while
0: did now, you I started watching it again yes i went back to it after you said it last night and loads of people were talking about the new series mm. i decided to go back and watch it because i did watch one episode loved it and then distracted, got distracted and, and forgot to go back to it. Yeah. But I did start watching it again. But you're probably going to ruin it on me
1: now. No, no, I'm not I'm not going to ruin it on you at all. It's definitely worth watching. But there was a bit in the movie or the series last night, right, where there is a high, high-powered high criminal solicitor woman. I right? can't even remember what her name is. But she says she's going through a uh, divorce with her character husband. And although this is, you know, it's a TV show. And she says the reason that her husband divorced her was because she got more successful than him and he couldn't hack it, right? So it got me wondering, like, does that translate into the real world? Like, do certain men get intimidated if their other halves or their girlfriends or their wives become more successful than them? And is that one of the reasons why men break up with their wives?
0: Oh, God, I don't think so. I think usually when you hear of a breakup, it's usually poor woman might have been a stay-at-home mother and is now left with the kids or, you know, financially not independent, um, a lot of the times it's it's rare that it's, like, a high-powered job. I don't think so. Um, I, I would actually say the opposite.
1: So if you're a, a very successful, high-powered lady and you started work at 8 o'clock this morning and you're only getting back now because that's your life, you know, you're, uh, you're the corporate executive, uh, you know, have you found that men are intimidated by your job? Because I, I did a little bit of digging because I was like, is that true? Like, would I be intimidated if... You know, you're going out with someone who... See,
0: that's the thing, right? Hold it there. I'm not talking about people breaking up marriages because of this, but I think that if you were to get with someone or there was a, a single woman who had a higher power job, I think a guy would be very intimidated by that and maybe would go for a woman that maybe earns... Now, I don't know how true this is. Maybe earns a bit less because I know a lot of women that are in very high power jobs that are earning way more than a lot of men that I know right, Yeah, they're single and they're really good like really nice women really fun they have everything going for them and they find it really hard to
1: find somebody so I, I did a little bit more digging because I wanted to find out does that translate into the real world is it a thing where women who are very very successful and more successful than their their other halves or their partners or their girlfriends or their, or their boyfriends or whatever does that cause a problem in the relationship does that uh you know, does that ruin things, for want of a better word, for men anyway? And I came across this this bit of research that was done, this experiment that was done, and they kind of said this. They, they did a study of 250 adult men. They said, our analysis revealed that men were less attracted to a moderately attractive woman when she occupied a high status job compared with a low status job. And this result, they say, is consistent with past research demonstrating that men tend to... Uh, derogate and distance themselves romantically from high status women and get their reasoning for this, likely because the thought of dating such a woman induces upward social comparisons that threaten their masculinity.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised by that result. I suppose it's terrible and I I think I think it's obviously terrible that men would think like that, but I do imagine that it will be the case.
1: But I suppose if you are on 25, 30 grand a year and you're going out with someone on 100 grand a year, her, like, work friends are going to be on a completely, in a completely different world to you and you're going out to go out to their fancy dinner parties and their barbecues and just, you probably won't be able to compete. They'll be, like, buying rounds for 500 quid and you'll just be there going, I, okay, lads, you're all right?
0: I think it's changing, though. What? I do think it's changing. Like, I think, obviously, a lot of women now are working... And it's not women staying at home with the kids. A lot of women and men have to work. But I think that, you know, it's either kind of equal yeah. or you do get a lot of women that are probably earning more than men are in certain roles. And it just seems to be acceptable. Yeah. And accept, like people accept it now. But I think I do think a single woman would be intimidating if she was more successful in terms of her career and financially more stable than a guy would be. I think he'd be less likely to go for her. Not because he doesn't think she's amazing and she's inspiring and all the rest of it. It's that he's intimidated by her.
1: Um, and apparently this this is more would to you, do... Though, more you though? For yourself... Do, if you were single. It's more to do with looks apparently for lads because they also found that, right, um, if a man is attracted to a what they call a high status woman, uh, <laughs> they will be attracted to them more if they're also uh, very, very attractive. So it it turns out that they're really intimidated by like an average plain Jane who's incredibly successful, but they're willing to put up with the social shaming from her rich friends if she's insanely hot.
0: (laughs) Okay. I would back up that
1: research. Yeah. I would be like, yeah, you know what? Happy days. Yeah.
0: Okay. So she's insanely good looking. So for one, she's intimidating anyway.
1: Yeah. So think
0: of her as, what's that girl you like, Emily?
1: Radichowski.
0: Yes. So she's beautiful think of her as Emily who's the CEO of some big company and she wants to get with you would you be intimidated cuz a she's stunning and b she's got a much better job than you
1: okay so i think this is this is when um without being too crude it's a it's a war between your ego and your penis, and I think any time there's a <laughs> war with those two, <laughs> your willy wins, and you just be like, oh, I will God. take some of the social stigma that I fear <laughs> I will take from her rich millionaire friends, and go out with her anyway because would you, look how hot she is.
0: Would you think that she's going to cheat on
1: you? Um, I, uh, I, yeah, I think you'd be terrified that she would just leave you for someone with way more money, See? and you'd have you'd have no you'd have no argument. It's like, honey, I found someone who's on like ten billion a year. You're like, yeah, but honey, I thought we, we like chicken wings together. Uh. <laughs> That not, do we not have a thing? That would be it. That would be it. Yeah, because it, oh, that that would be God. the fear that she would just leave you for someone far more successful than you, and you you just wouldn't really have much to offer then, would you? See,
0: that's terrible to think like that. No,
1: hang on, hang on, right? right. So let's say you're on a hundred grand a year, and yeah. your your boyfriend, for whatever reason, is on uh, thirty grand a year, and you meet someone in your hundred, and you know you might be at the bottom of the pile in your workplace on a hundred grand a year, and everyone else is on two, three, four, five, six. A million quid, and someone who is kind of good looking, who's kind of fun to be around, he's on a million quid, asks you out, um, and you're there thinking that you know what? I could probably have a phenomenally good life with this guy if I just ditch my poor boyfriend.
0: No, you see, I just I would care more about right. If there was a guy on thirty grand a year, fine, that's perfectly grand. I wouldn't care about how much they're earning, but if they were lazy, if they didn't have the same work ethic as I do, or oh, if I, they think trade, on I think half you'd trade. I think you'd
1: trade him in out. for the millionaire dude.
0: No, I wouldn't. I think you would, yeah. Because a lot of like the millionaire dudes might not be very good dads. Might not but be But they can
1: outsource that, it's fine.
0: Yeah, but maybe you don't want that. You know, you don't want to be living there with a nanny in your house or, mm. you know, you want to have the the time with them. Yeah, you want to spend yeah. time with someone. You don't want you don't if you're a workaholic, you probably want to find a balance. You want to find someone that's probably not really working overly hard. Um and that's, you know, there to kind of be your outlet of just a bit of fun.
1: So you're shipping. saying that, like, uh, a, a millionaire person who w- was offering to swoop you away and to live a life you could never have dreamed of, you'd be willing to throw that away for some guy on yeah, 20 or 30 would. grand? I, I don't believe you.
0: 100%. I think you're lying. Hand on heart. I do Seriously, a lie detector Stop, detect stop lying. <laughs> I swear to God.
1: Has this COVID-19 got into your brain now? It's shutting <laughs> you down.
0: Once they're not lazy... I don't want anyone living off me or leeching off me. But
1: then you know, like, oh, I, I, oh.
0: there's a fine line there because I think there there are men out there that would happily, and women, of course, as well, that would happily just live off their partner. And I think that's, I think that's wrong.
1: I, I think, I don't know, I, I think that if push came to shove, loads of women would be just like, you know what, I'm gonna go with the the easier, better lifestyle because you'd be like, oh, it'll be better for the kids. We'd have a better lifestyle. We wouldn't have to have any financial worries ever.
0: No, because she is financially stable, so it doesn't matter.
1: But then they can, and maybe know, he
0: then could stay at home with the kids.
1: Combine their empires. That's what they could do with all their money.
0: They could and never see each other and have affairs left, right, and center, when they could just have a meaningful relationship.
1: So you do, yeah, okay. So, so you don't. So, what do you think then of guys who would be intimidated by uh, a high-powered, a high-powered woman?
0: I just feel that there are guys that would be. I think, you know. I don't have that excuse. But I think if there was a woman that was like in her 30s that was, you know, CEO of a company or she mm. founded some big company or even some of these bloggers that have done very well, some of them are married to men that are not earning half as much as they are. Um, you know, I'd say if they were single now, they'd find it hard to find a decent partner.
1: But do you think they'd even want to look for someone who's on less money than them?
0: Well, a lot of them are with people that are on less money. I know that for a fact.
1: Oh, spill the beans! There you go now. Spill the beans, yeah, fish. I be Spilling
0: no beans, My but God, it is true. And
1: yeah. they're
0: happy, and they're happy because they probably have that balance.
1: Mm. I know what you're saying.
0: So, it, I don't know.
1: So, anyway, it turns out that men are a little bit shallow when it comes to this. They don't want to be hashtag. I know not all men, but apparently they don't want to be outranked by their partner. Apparently, because they feel as if they're they'll be emasculated by you know, the, the, the social situations they find themselves in where well, they're surrounded by people who are far more successful than them. I suppose it would be like having imposter syndrome all the time, wouldn't it?
0: Well, I guess if you look at it that way, but I just look at it as money isn't the problem or the issue. Obviously, you want to make sure that they have enough money that they can look after themselves if you weren't around. You don't yeah. want to be paying extra for holidays or whatever. But you have to be living the same kind of lifestyle. But they have to have ambition. If they don't, don't have ambition and they're just kind of lazy and they're they're happy to sit back and let you just work and then sponge off you, that's a different story. But if they're working hard and they're ambitious and they have the same work ethic and the same kind of lifestyle and want the same things as you and they're earning 30 grand, why does it matter if you're earning 125?
1: Oh, I, I, don't, I don't think the practicalities of that life would work out though. Because as you said, I think the one person would, if you're on that much money, the one person would be like, oh, let's go out to this fancy restaurant. And the other person's like, yeah, I, I can't afford this. And then they're like, oh, don't worry about it, I'll get it. And then they'll feel as if uh, you know, they'll feel as if they can't contribute to the relationship in the same way. They'll feel as if they're helpless, they'll feel as if they're they feel as if they're skiving when they don't want to skive. And the other person doesn't really care that much about money because they've loads of it and they don't realize it. and then they're just like, Oh, it's grand, don't worry about it.
0: But I think you're focusing too much on the money. See, that's your insecurity coming out in you now.
1: No, but like I if, if you couldn't like split things down the middle, that's not an that's not an equal relationship.
0: But obviously if the woman wants to live in a mansion in Malahide or somewhere yeah. and he obviously can't afford that I mean you won't have the same things just because she's earning 125 grand a year doesn't mean she wants to start splashing the cash everywhere oh. she obviously worked hard and likes what she's doing and has paid
1: well for what she does but imagine trying to buy her a Christmas present <laughs> you know she goes out and probably buying herself a nice fancy uh, handbag every month from Brown Thomas and you're like but dropping a grand not. every month and you're just like oh good.
0: maybe she's absolutely not it happens all the time the other way around what do you mean like it happens all the time the other way around it's not It's not a thing as such when a man earns more money than a woman yeah,
1: no our I mean, lovely sexist society
0: exactly, yeah, so men on average do earn more money than women do, and there doesn't seem to be an issue with women being feeling like undervalued well obviously we do because we we should be paid equally, but when they're in a relationship, they'd be happy to have a guy treat them to a handbag or you know. Mm. to pay for an extra holiday or something so I think it's if you love someone it doesn't matter words of wisdom
1: there you go. If you love someone, it doesn't matter. Unless there's loads of zeros at the end of their paycheck, then it <laughs> might. Okay. Then you're like, I'm leaving you. Literally, he's a gazillionaire. See ya. Bye. Okay. Uh, listen, that's, uh, that's it from us this evening. A quick reminder, tomorrow morning on the Strawberry Alarm Clock, Dermot Kennedy is going to be live chatting to Jim, Jim and Nobby, so be sure to check that out. And then we'll be back tomorrow night from uh, 9 o'clock. And Oh, today is, is technically April Fool's Day.
0: Yes, it is. So get... Uh thinking of pranks that you're going to do on people and let us know tomorrow night at 9
1: o'clock. Yeah, if you get, if you get any good ones, do let us know. Uh, drop us a WhatsApp. But uh, until then, uh, Jim, Jim and Nobby in the morning. Dermot Kennedy live with them and we'll be back from 9. And as always... Ehoa. hoa. Shalom. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good luck.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen